Hello and welcome to episode 60 of Life's a Sport. Listen up. Today we're going to get into our fantasy football running back rankings as well as our defense and special teams rankings as we continue our fantasy football talk. We hope you enjoy what you hear. Running backs flew off the board this year in our draft with, I believe, 12 going in the top uh, 19 picks. Yeah. Um, and then just every round was like five running backs were yeah, going off the board. Yeah. It, was, it was nuts. So so my rankings changed a little bit. I had, like I mentioned, uh, I think on the last episode, I had Zeke in the top three leading up until about a week before the draft in, mm-hmm. which, in which it changed. I had Gurley at one, Bell at two. Those two were pretty much interchangeable. Um, I'd rather have Gurley just because of Bell's absence from camp uh, this year makes me a little, mm-hmm. a little hesitant. And then the, my next round was Zeke, Johnson, Barkley, Hunt, and Fournette. And the first three, Zeke, Johnson, and Barkley, were kind of leading the way in that tier, but I did consider at times Hunt and Fournette with the fourth overall pick. Yeah, my my first tier, I have the guys you mentioned: Gurley, Bell, uh, Johnson, and Elliott. We're all we're all my in my first tier, and I think that um, I, you know I, you could make the case certainly that it's a kind of a two horse race, but but I think all four of those guys were 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 right up there. Um, so I, I you know. Really, like uh, it's it's so it's so odd because I, I may, maybe I would have wanted to pick fourth and got David Johnson as opposed to second and got Bell because my team would have looked um, probably a little bit better than I thought. But at the same time, Le'Veon Bell in the last six weeks of the season could get me into the playoffs and win me a championship. Um, that's kind of when he when he got going last year, and I think that might be the case this year as well. Um, this is the second go around that Tomlin's had to manage this this nonsense. Um, I think it's more than that. Is it? Oh my god, maybe it is. It feels like it's every yeah. It does yeah, feel, it's it's every feels like it every year. <laughs> it does feel like it's every year. Um, but but I had all, all those guys in in my my tier one uh, as it were. All right, my next tier. Um, so just jump back actually back to that tier. I think with Hunt just being in the Andy Reid offense, we went through some stats on a previous episode where Andy Reid um, running backs typically end up in the top the top one conversation mm-hmm. Spencer Ware comes back he may steal some action but I just see Hunt with the with now the mobile quarterback Alex Smith is a mobile quarterback but not to the level that Holmes is so with that ability and the deep threat ability I just I think that offense yeah. is going to be is going to be fiery this year yep. uh, I expect big things out of Hunt again Barkley the rookie banged up offensive line but as the more I thought about and I really considered him at four mm-hmm. he had a bad offensive line every year at Penn State yeah Every yeah. single year, and he was still yep. able to do these things. Obviously, the competition level is higher, but right. I expect him to, to rise to that competition just based on the, the highlights we saw week in, week out. Yep. Uh, and then Fournette, that offensive line is is better than it was last year. He's coming in lighter. He's playing at his college weight. I think that defense is going to really shut people down again, so I think he's going to get 25 touches a game just trying to run the clock out. I, I, I see him putting up really big numbers, similar, and he's similar to Zeke in that in that aspect. Yeah, Fournette, if if he's used properly, is is going to be a top three running back. I think at the end of the season, um, you know, when Fournette was was going to LSU, it was kind of like like this is the guy who should jump from high school to the NFL, like mm-hmm. just just a freak freak running back talent. I think he still has a lot of that. Um, so I think Fournette's a guy who who definitely can can finish in the top three. Um, and I actually had him at the start of my uh, second tier at number five. Okay. Number five. And who, who rounded out that second tier for you? So, uh, Fournette, Kamara, Barkley, uh, Hunt and Gordon. Um, so I had five guys in, in the second tier. Um, Hunt, I'm, I'm a little bit 
concerned more, more so than with the other second year backs. I'm most concerned with him. Um, Kam- well, you know, Kamara doesn't inspire a ton of confidence either, but I think that he might be, um, he, he might be in a better situation than, than Hunt is. Uh, but it's still going to be, it's still going to be a challenge for, for, or it's, it's always a challenge ranking those second year running backs and kind of trying to figure out what they're, what they're going to do. Yeah, my third tier is where I start to blend some of some of the names you just mentioned. And my third tier is actually pretty big. It's a Cook, Gordon, Kamara, Freeman, Howard, McCaffrey, and Mixon. So I, I see a, a significant drop-off after mm-hmm. Fournette. Cook I really liked, and he was in that top tier for me for a while. But when I was looking at the other names in that tier, I was considered taking them at four, whereas Cook I never even considered taking him at four. Yeah. So that's the only reason I put him into the next category, mm-hmm. even though he's the next closest up there. Uh, uh, yeah, I had the same exact same thought process as you, basically. Yeah, yeah so, that, so then we get to Gordon, who just hasn't averaged... Like, he, 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 gets, the, he gets the workload, but he hasn't done... He hasn't been the most efficient with that workload. Kamara, I just he can't replicate what he did last year. He's gonna get four extra weeks where he's yep. going to be the guy. I just I can't see him putting up those same numbers. Freeman, I could see him. I, I think he'll be a top twelve pick, which is why I have him eleven. And then I have Howard at twelve. We we talked about him. I think Howard has a very good potential to be a top five or six guy this year. Um McCaffrey, a guy who's going to get workload, and Mixon, a guy who's going to get workload. Mm. They seem to be sort of the guy in those situations, with the exception of uh, Kamara and Freeman there. But um, that 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 rounds out my top my top fourteen. So my I'm going to go to fifteen because my third tier is is also pretty big. Six guys. I've Cook there for for basically the same reasons you mentioned. Uh, Devontae Freeman, McCaffrey, Jordan Howard. We both liked him a lot. Um, Joe Mixon I had right after there, which which might be a little bit a little bit high, but I, I think that he's going to have a tremendous workload and, and he obviously carried a lot of baggage into his rookie year. Um, but, but this season, I think he, he kind of breaks out. And then I also had Alex Collins rounding out my third tier, just, just from a workload standpoint. Um, I think that the Ravens offense is going to be a lot better than it was, uh, you know, just even last year, just because they're, they're, they're adding a new tight end and, and Hayden Hurst, uh, yeah. a good rookie and, and Flacco, I think finally has, a, um, has a couple more weapons that he can, he can deal with, but but Collins is going to touch that ball 20 times a game. I, I read one stat, or I heard one stat, it was probably a few weeks ago, but the, the Ravens finished with, like, in the top, like, seven in terms of points per game last year. That would be very surprising, but, yeah, maybe. And I don't know if it was just <laughs> offense, but I think it was, like, a team, from a team perspective. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they didn't have, I mean, they didn't, didn't have like receiving touchdown until yeah yeah it was crazy yeah. uh Collins yeah so I have him in, in my next tier I have um and and after that that 14 mm-hmm. that's sort of drafting from the four spot that's kind of where it cut off for me and then the next tier would be guys who I can who I wasn't going sure. to definitely wasn't going to take uh if they're available in yep. that in that spot Henry is the guy who leads the list and, and shit I'm sorry I, I left McKinnon out I'm McKinnon. obviously we're, we're talking about this after the injury but I, I did have McKinnon in that in that third tier okay um, so I had, yeah, Henry next. I just think with DeMarco Mary finally gone, they brought in Deion Lewis, but this guy is going to, you, you see the size of him. Mm-hmm. He, he's going to get the chance. Yeah. And last year I had him and, and toward the end of the year, he really came on and started playing well. So I had, I had Henry, Jay Ajayi because of the offensive line. I had Alex Collins, who you just mentioned. Marshawn Lynch, I think under Gruden, he's just going to pound the ball until and, until he can't run anymore. Yep. And Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde's probably the guy who who rose the most for me, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's from the Hard Knocks effect. I don't think so because they didn't really talk about Hyde much nah, at all. No, he wasn't really kind But I think he has a good offensive line, and I, I think he's going to get all of the opportunity early in the year. Chubb didn't do anything to really 
make me love him. Johnson's going to be, I think, more of a slot receiver. Uh, so yeah, I had um, I'd hide rounding out my top nineteen. So my fourth tier brings us from uh, my sixteen to my twenty-four. Um, a lot of these guys are, are risky. Some some you kind of know what you're going to get, and that's why they're put where they where they are. Uh, but sixteen uh, through twenty-four, Drake. Kenyon Drake, McCoy, Lamar Miller, Derrick Henry. Um, I, I like him a lot too. I think that he's going to have have a lot of touchdowns this season. Um, Ajayi, offensive line. Royce Freeman, I think, is an interesting uh, interesting pick there. I, I really, really, really wanted to have him on my team. It just didn't really work out. Uh, then Marshawn Lynch, twenty two. Rex Burkhead, twenty three. He's going to get he's going to get work. I don't really don't know what's going on with Michelle. Um, and then Mark Ingram at, at twenty four. And I just I'm really, really not into drafting guys that are not playing for you only you only get so many weeks to, to win games yeah it's tough because especially I, I really, with Ingram, really so like he's that, yeah. he's gone the first four weeks and i think week six is a buy so you don't have him till week eight and yeah. that's like it's it comes time when playoffs but yeah. it's really difficult especially with with rosters like ours that have uh six bench spots yeah. and then it really forces people to not just be able to add drop willy-nilly you need to be able to figure out yep. who you need on your bench at different times and to have a guy blocking it for for pretty much seven weeks or six weeks without just, being able to use yeah, it it's, it's very I'm difficult to just do. i'm never into that does that round out that tier for you yes okay so my 20 to 23 i had a short tier and that's where i start with mckinnon i had him rank low so i i wasn't going to get him and, mm-hmm. and it's pretty good that that i did yeah. uh because of the injury next i had ty montgomery and it comes back to when he played you drafted him last year yeah and receiver, right. when he when he played he played well until his injury yeah yeah i mean he was i, I started him I think, I think he was a fourth round pick or something like that i think he was my flex for for a very good uh, a very good portion of the the season when he was started playing playing running back oddly enough i was didn't draft him thinking he would he well, would be playing well last year he was spot. drafted as a running back was he? Yeah, last year he was that, because it, he was the running back. And then there was two rookies, Aaron Jones and uh, Jamal Williams were but he, rookies. You could, last year. I could have played him receiver though. I think right. Oh, oh, no, no, the you're, flex oh, position. You're, wait, did I have him two years ago? As well? Two years ago oh, yeah, is yeah, when right, he right. was a yeah, wide receiver. Right, 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 right. And the right, controversy right. came up. Right. Wow. Yeah, that blended together. You're right. Um, so yeah, I had I had him at 21. It was weird because I ended up drafting Jamal Williams, who I had 32 um, before him. Mm-hmm. But to round out that tier, I had Crowell. He's on the Jets. Jets have a terrible line but i just think he's going to probably get 200 touches yeah i think uh elijah mcguire once he starts he's going to he's going to be good but in in the beginning crowell should get all the attention and at 23 i had tevin coleman uh you i think have him now as your second running back at least uh, mm-hmm. but you were able to draft him as that third running back that flex option right um i like him uh and then getting into some of the names you mentioned uh my next tier and pretty much from here on out it was just one big tier for me i really i have them tiered off but in reality it didn't really matter it it just seems like at this point you're just flipping a coin this guy could be 200 touches he could be 90 touches and you don't know so i have lamar miller royce freeman Mark Ingram, who we mentioned, I had Sony Michelle drafted as the first New England running back. And the mm-hmm. reason being, I, I saw some stat. It was like players drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, they turn out to be a, a running back um, two or better in like 60% yeah. of, of fantasy, yep. which was like a, a crazy number to me. But um, I, I remember in the salad days of fantasy when like Ben Jarvis Green Ellis was a starting running back going in like twelfth round and would get twenty <laughs> carries a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball firm. Uh, so I had Sam Michelle, 
Kenyon Drake, I had him at 29th, and this was one mm-hmm. of those reasons, like, I just didn't know where to rank this guy, which was another reason I was not getting him in any of my leagues. Yeah, Same he was with, good last year, just on a bad team. Yeah, and <laughs> is the team better this year? No, we, no, yeah, no, God, so, no, probably worse. Uh, I had McCoy at 30. I just didn't know what, what to do with him, really. Yeah. Marlon Mack and Jamal Williams round out that tier, mm-hmm. and they were pretty much guys who could be very valuable starting running backs you're getting super late in drafts yep. uh who could be that wide or running back two for your team all right so 25 through 35 for me uh Deion lewis tevin coleman jamal williams carlos hyde uh, carry on johnson another guy that i wanted to get um peyton barber sony michelle isaiah crowell um chris uh chris carson at seattle um marlon mack and, and rashad penny at seattle did you did you have any interest in any seattle back no, it's that offensive line. line yeah. It's that offensive line. They but, but they can't block. I'm unsure why why Penny was getting just like like when does that work out well? Where you put a, a rookie from San Diego State behind a terrible offensive line against really good defenses? It, it, yeah. it just it, nothing added up there with him at all. And I don't understand what made him so much better than Donnell Pumphrey, who's now mm-hmm. working at Taco Bell. So I it just <laughs> it's such a like I mean I could go to San Diego State and run for like. 200 yards a game honestly it's all it's, it's like incredible the, the guy there now is is went absolutely bananas on on a friday night it just that just never made sense to me but uh nonetheless beyond that is is really ugly <laughs> really ugly yeah so rounding out that tier i mean it's a bunch of the same players uh dn lewis in my next year with rashad penny carry on johnson ronald jones a second and rob kelly yeah the um yeah the, the one where we definitely disagree on i, I had i actually had ty montgomery 50 and Corey clement 51 okay 51 yeah um and i'm so uh, it's just there's running backs by committee and then there's like three guys are going to just all play and it's it, it, whoever breaks out of that it's going to be great and if it's montgomery then he's definitely going to earn that earn that spot um but i'm just not sure who's going to break out of these even with like like i had burkhead probably a little bit too high when i look back on it because i'm just not who's going to break out of yeah. these these jams and, and probably, also maybe no one i'm sort of with you because i i had him at 21 mm-hmm. but i passed on him in four or five straight rounds. Yeah. So did I really have him that high? I mean, I think that the reason I ranked him there is because Aaron Rodgers wants to win. I mm-hmm. mean, he's getting up there in years. He's he's not as old as like the Breeze, yep. Roethlisberger, Manning, Brady guys, but he's that next year. I mean, he's, I think, 14 years in the league or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to remember, he didn't play for like yeah, five years. Yeah, he didn't years. play for four years. Right. So, yeah. so he's getting up there. And if, if one of these guys, if Jamal Williams fumbles or misses mm-hmm. a block, mm-hmm. or if Aaron Jones, when he comes back from suspension, does the same thing, He's gonna he's gonna kick him out of the hole himself and get Ty Montgomery in there, who, who he knows will block for yeah, him, right. who he knows will catch a swing pass. Yep. He he's he, he a guy who's not going to fumble. He he's going to trust that guy, and I think that's why I had Ty Montgomery ranked so high. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, so yeah, my next tier, I ended up getting one of the guys. It looks like you got one as well. I have Jordan Wilkins. This starts at thirty eight. Uh, so Jordan Wilkins, at this point, you're just trying to get a flyer, but Jordan yeah. Wilkins, Rex Burkhead, uh, Chris Thompson, mm-hmm. Aaron Jones, Tyreek Cohen, uh, Corey Clement, Duke Johnson, and LeGarrette Blunt. LeGarrette Blunt, he may get 18 touches a game and all the goal yeah. line work, which may work out. Yeah, I don't think he's on a roster. Did he get cut by Detroit? No, no I mean, on one of our fantasy league oh, rosters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not. Yeah, check yeah. that beforehand. He's he's not, but you really don't know. Carrion Johnson's the guy who's getting all the buzz, but yep. he hasn't really done anything with his uh, preseason ability. All right, so I uh, I say, uh, what do I have here? Chris Thompson and then Adrian Peterson. Why not? It's Adrian Peterson. Uh, Tariq Cohen, Duke Johnson, Blah Powell, Ronald Jones, James White, uh, Devontae Booker, C.J. Anderson, and Gio Bernard. Uh, looking back, I probably would have had Bernard a little bit 
higher on that. Uh, I, was, I was so high on Mixon that, that I maybe just kind of been blinded by, but mm-hmm. I think Bernard will play some sort of role in that offense. Um, and that's when I kind of get into, you know, where I stop ranking him after 60, but uh, Latavius Mary, Aaron Jones, then Ty Montgomery, Corey Clement, 50 and 51. Um, Austin Eckler, who we mentioned, uh, Javoris Allen at Baltimore, that's more or less Alex Collins might just be horrific and, and Allen will will step in there. Um, Chris Ivory, then Blunt, Nick Chubb, and uh, Frank Gore. Yeah, I stopped at 52, and the reason being, I want to rank up to 60. I mm-hmm. want to get five running backs, five receivers, right. two quarterbacks, one defense, one uh, tight end, one kicker. I I ended up ranking up to 52 because in most of my mock drafts, I was taking five running backs in my first nine picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the guys I just want to mention, at 46, I had Devontae Booker, who I ended up taking ahead of most of the guys that I had ranked between 39 yep. and where, where I drafted him. Yeah. I think when I saw that, it was just like, okay, I don't know who the starter is, either Royce Friedman or Booker. If Booker's a star, I could get a steal. It's it's a coin flip at that point. But, yep. yeah, that's that's kind of my mindset when I took him. All right. Um, then just kind of rounding out my, my last couple of guys that I would, you know, consider. Uh, Theo Riddick, Jordan Wilkins, uh, Doug Martin, Spencer Ware, Naeem Hines, TJ Yeldon. Um, Deontay Foreman at the time, but I think more, yeah. more stuff has come out about, uh, his injury is really murky. So, yeah. Um, maybe and he's suspended down. for four games, right, I, I believe. Right. Um, I had Sproles at 51 and Spencer Ware at okay. 50. Yeah. Any, did you consider those guys at all in with like a last round pick? Um, no, no, yeah. no. I think those were kind of wait and see guys. And if, uh, Sproles is, is, is really tough. Um, yeah, especially, especially this year, he's really, really tough. Sproles to, and Tree Cohen take. are probably two of the guys that we could have put into that conversation sure. we had last yeah. week about most difficult to rank because if you know Sproles one week could have 15 touches yep. and and have a huge fantasy game for you, but they're just so few and far between. Same yep. with Tree Cohen, return punts. They they sort of are on the field and have a lot of action, but you don't know <laughs> when to start them. It, yeah, it's it's just I mean. There's going to be, you know, blunt or not blunt. Uh, Sproles on Thursday night is is going to catch five passes for 50 yards and have a 70 yard rush for a touchdown, and then he'll be on 90 percent of fantasy rosters after that. But the next game it'll be nothing. So yeah. it's, it's it's just tough. Our defensive rankings this year we had a defense be drafted in what the ninth round another one uh, in the 10th. Yeah. yeah a little bit early yeah so defense i i think at the top they're very they're very similar i, I think my rankings were much different from from what the industry standard was mm-hmm. so my top tier i had the jaguars the texans and mm-hmm. the saints i was able to secure the texans in the third to last round and they were my second defense so yep. I, was, I was really happy about that the saints were another team i was targeting i mentioned this a few weeks ago but i, I just think that the way their rookies performed last year i see them all growing together and i think this is going to be a very tough defense it's in a tough division same with the texans tough division but we'll uh yeah those are that's my top tier defense what do you have uh jacksonville minnesota los angeles and the eagles so pretty pretty standard i think um but yeah i i mean i'm not i'm not crazy about it's so i can i mean maybe you can be comfortable starting minnesota every single week but they're just their matchups that aren't always great so it's like i, don't, I actually don't even know who i'm starting at defense it's whoever is probably playing cleveland um yeah mine will be whoever's in fact the it bills. is it's, it's pittsburgh so yeah, <laughs> yeah. um 
so I don't, I mean, I don't pay too much attention to the rankings, but of course, if I'm picking, you know, if I'm in the 14th round and Jacksonville's still there, then maybe I do, but our league just doesn't work like that. We just don't operate like that at yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. Jacksonville, I had them last year, mm-hmm. and when you're getting 25 points out of your defense, yeah. it is a cherry on top. It yep. makes it makes your life so yeah, much right. easier as a manager, right. so it is good to get one of those top three or five defenses. Yep. Uh, my next tier are a lot of the, the, the teams you just mentioned. I have the Vikings, Rams, Eagles, uh, you mentioned, as well as the Broncos. I think the Broncos, just with mm-hmm. Von Miller and um, uh, what's their uh, draft pick this year? Bradley Chubb. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be a really tough uh, line to do anything against. They have Shane Ray there as well, I believe. Yeah, they're, they're trying to kind of replicate what they did with Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware with, mm-hmm. with the younger Dick uh Bradley Chubb, and um, if you're uh, if you're a betting man, Bradley Chubb for a defensive uh, rookie of the year is is almost he's going to see good one as, one. good as a lock as you can you can possibly. He's going to see one one actually. You're, probably, you're yeah. probably paying for that <laughs> for sure. Uh, who's your second tier? Uh, Chargers, Texans, Ravens, and uh, the Saints. Okay. Um, okay. The Ravens were, were a defense that I'm I'm probably going to you know they'll they'll move around and bounce around, but I'll probably look for them and insert matchups. I, I think they're well coached defense, and uh, um, I, you know I think they they can they can be the type that that will get you you know maybe not 25 points but 12 points hold a team yeah. to a couple points get a sack and an interception here and there something like that and they're they don't have those standout stars that you see on jacksonville and no, Houston, that's why, that's why and, and that's why they're they're did they, did they get drafted they did yeah i mean they're playing um buffalo week one okay right so they did get drafted yeah so i have them as the next team in my uh mm-hmm. my next tier and I, I only did 12 because i knew that's all i did yeah, as well yeah. there's no one going to draft two two defenses yeah. so i have uh, the Ravens, Chargers. The Chargers are good, but they they've just been banged up already in this preseason. So I'm a little nervous. Mm-hmm. They may lead the league in sacks though, so I, I still had them high yep. up. Atlanta, I think, is a defense to watch out for. Yep. And then the Patriots and Panthers uh, round out my top twelve. So rounding out my top twelve, uh, Denver, uh, Carolina, Pittsburgh, and the Falcons. Um, so I ended up with Pittsburgh just because they're playing Cleveland week one. <laughs> I, I still don't, I don't buy into it. I don't buy into the hype. Okay, so your is your strategy this year just continue to stream defenses? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it every okay. week. Sure. I mean, if if you get a if Pittsburgh ends up putting up twenty points the first uh, first week, you might start them week two. Pro- it depends if they play. Still I don't match know up. Play. Yeah, hmm. I, would, I would still match it up. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it's almost like a sucker play. If I have the Texans and they're going up against the Patriots week one, would you drop them for a uh, different defense? Don't you have? I thought you had two defenses. No, I only have one. Oh, really? Yep. Um. No, I probably wouldn't. I mean, if you make that commit commitment to get a defense that you really want, mm-hmm. uh, you might have to just take that take that lump. Yeah, that's my um, hope for the best. That's what I'm going forward with as well. And hopefully, finally, they have um, JJ Watt and Clowney playing together. Yeah, one of the signings <laughs> that I think uh, went unnoticed this year they they signed the Honey Badger to play safety for them. Right, and he can just make plays all over yeah. the field. Yeah. So I'm um, I'm really excited about that. Kevin Johnson has another year of experience. Uh, at cornerback, um, I think that um, finally with Clowney yeah. and Watt, they're both getting up there in age. And, uh, or, uh, what's his name? Merciless, Whitney Merciless. That's a uh, linebacker, right? Uh, linebacker. So yeah, yeah I mean, I think he I read that healthy as well. Those then. three players have never been on the field at the same time. So finally, <laughs> going into the year they're going to, they're all yeah. very talented. That's I think, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of upside with that pick. 